Welcome to this podcast series titled Devotional of a Psalmist. My name is Bridget Goodwin. I'm a pastor's wife, mother, songwriter, and worship leader. We currently live and work in London, England. Being a songwriter and worship leader, I have found great encouragement by reading the book of Psalms. And I hope you enjoy these precious gems that I have discovered in this book. I love God's Word, and by reading this and studying words interpreted using references, I would like to share these precious jewels with you. All scriptures are taken from the King James Version. I also use Strong's and Haley's Bible Handbook for references. For any more information about our ministry and notes from this podcast, please visit hlonline.org. May the Lord bless you. Greetings in the name of Jesus and our wonderful, powerful Jehovah. I'd like to share with you today my eighth podcast, and today is Psalm 8. As I was reading through this chapter and studying using the Strong's Concordance, and also using Haley's Bible Handbook and the Living Bible. There are several treasures that I have found in this chapter, and it really makes me encouraged and excited about the things of the Lord and about the promises that He's given to us. And just as someone that digs for treasures... You never get tired of looking for another emerald or you never get weary of looking for another diamond. Maybe it's going to be smaller or bigger, different size, shape. It's still a valuable treasure. And that's what I feel like this book of Psalms is to me, is this treasure box full of gemstones. And as each chapter you dig deep into the Word of God, you find another lovely, gorgeous gemstone. Maybe it's another emerald, another sapphire, another ruby, another diamond. And it's another treasure to behold. And and I want to share that with you today. And as I was reading Psalms 8, there are three fantastic points that I'd like to share with you at the end of reading through this Psalms, um, I captioned this chapter 8 like this. May we be as children and be taught of the Lord on how to praise Him perfectly. This example will shame and silence our enemies. And I read this reference in the Living Bible's translation of Psalms 8. And then I continued to say, Children are teachable. May we be as children taught of the Lord. What is it about adulthood that makes it hard to be taught? What category do we find ourselves in today? And that's one of the nuggets I found in this chapter. So I'd like to read Psalm 8, and I'll read it through the King James versions first, and then I'll go through the Strong's interpretation of the Hebrew words. Starting with verse 1, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. 
who has set thy glory above the heavens out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger when i consider thy heavens the work of thy fingers the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visitest him for thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honour thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands thou hast put all things under his feet all sheep and oxen yea and the beast of the field the fowl of the air and the fish of the sea and whatsoever passeth through the paths of the seas o lord our lord how excellent is thy name in all the earth now what i will do i will go through the chapter one more time but this time i'm going to insert the strong's interpretation of the hebrew word o jehovah our sovereign how powerful is thy position in all the earth who has set to give thy glory grander above the heavens to be lofty out of the mouth of young children infants and little ones and sucklings hast thou set strength force because of thine enemies those that cramp your adversaries that thou mightest still repose that is desist from exertion the enemy the adversary a foe and the avenger one that punishes verse three when i see the sky the action of thy fingers in the sense of grasping something to seize the moon and the stars which thou hast set up what is mortal that thou art mindful so as to be recognized that thou art mindful of him and the son the builder of the family name and the son of man that thou visitest care for oversee him for thou hast made him a little lower than the angels a little lower means to lack thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast encircled him with splendor and magnificence that is an ornament or splendor thou madest him to rule over the property of thy hands a hand that means the open one indicating power direction thou hast put in place all things under his feet all flock and oxen and the cattle of the field the little bird the sparrow the fowl of the sky and the noisy surf or a large body of water the fish of the sea and whatsoever crosseth over this well-trodden road of the seas of the noisy surf or a large body of water o lord self-existent our lord sovereign 
how powerful, how excellent is thy authority in all the earth. Hallelujah. The three fantastic points I wanted to share with you was number one, the messianic reference to our Savior Jesus. As you read the book of Psalms, and even as you follow with me on these podcasts, you will see how some Psalms relate to Jesus. As you read in Luke 24, verse 44, Jesus tells the disciples after he appeared to them before he ascended into the heavens that the words of the spoken in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerned him. Let's turn to that. Luke 24, verse 44. This was after Jesus' resurrection, and he appeared unto the disciples as they were gathered together. And they were terrified and affrighted, supposed that they had seen a spirit. Jesus said unto them, Why are ye troubled? Why do thoughts arise in your hearts? He showed the disciples his hands and his feet. And said, Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones as you see me have. And I started back in verse 36 of Luke 24. And verse 40. And when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they were yet believed not for joy and wonderment, he said, Have ye here any meat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish and of a honeycomb, and he took it and did eat before them. He said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. And this is one of the fantastic points I wanted to talk to you about today is how this Psalms refers to Jesus. And even Jesus speaks of the Psalms. He refers to the Psalms. And these scriptures must be fulfilled. And you can see when you read the New Testament how these scriptures are being fulfilled. Again, I'd like to take you to Hebrews 2, 6 through 9. It testifies of the reference to Psalms 8. That reads, But one in certain place testified, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visitest him? Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownedest him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. The second thing is that Jesus quotes parts of this psalm's in Matthew 21, verse 16. And Jesus said unto them, Yea, have you never read out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast perfected praise? Jesus quotes from the Psalms. Haley's Bible handbook references this on page 248, and it reads, Jesus was very fond of the Psalms. Such comfort to know that Jesus loved the Psalms. And as Haley speaks of this, that even in the last moments of his dying breath, he quotes from the book of Psalms, Psalms 22, verse 1, Psalms 31, verse 5, also Matthew 27, 46, and Luke 23, verse 46. And I believe that this is another great reason for us to memorize the Psalms, just as our Master, our Savior, spoke 
passages from the book of Psalms. And as we, the children of him, his disciples, as we memorize the book of Psalms, in those moments of crises and joy, we can quote from this precious book, just as Jesus did, that these words will become a part of our mental nature as well. The third thing that I'd like to talk about is, unless you become as a child, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. And as I began to dig deeper into this topic of becoming as a child, and I was reading in the book of Matthew, chapter 21, this is where Jesus refers to this scripture that have you never read out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast perfected praise. And as I was reading through this reference here, it was so enlightening and so beautiful in Matthew 18 as well. Let's go back to Matthew 21. The scripture in Matthew 21, 16 is referring to the children crying in the temple and saying, Hosanna. And the Greek interpretation of Hosanna is, Oh, save! An exclamation of adoration. Oh, save to the son of David. And let's turn to that in Matthew 21, verse 16. Things were happening at the temple. And if you look at verse 12, Jesus went into the temple of God and verse 13, Jesus is dealing with those there saying, my house shall be called the house of prayer. And then in verse 14, the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. And verse 15 is, is when the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things that he did and the children crying in the temple saying, Hosanna to the son of David. They were sore displeased. And in verse 16, and said unto him, Hearest thou what these say? And Jesus saith unto them, Yea, have ye never read out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast perfected praise. This is where Jesus quotes uh, uh, from Psalms 8. And this is verse 2 that he quotes from. And why were the priests and the scribes so upset at the children doing this? But Jesus used scripture to validate what the children were doing. And the living Bible refers in Psalms 8 verse 2, you have taught the children to praise you perfectly. And you notice that's what Jesus says. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast perfected praise. May their example shame and silence your enemy. There's so much power in praise. Going with this topic of becoming as a child, a little one, another reference from Jesus in Matthew eleven twenty five through 26 reads, At the time Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent, and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. We also read in Matthew 18, Jesus speaks about us, how we are to become his children in order for us to even enter into the kingdom. 
And Matthew 18, 1 through 4 reads, At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them. Verse 3 reads, And said, Verily, I say unto you, Except ye be converted, and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name, receiveth me. I like that part, except ye be converted. And converted means to turn, to go back again. So except ye be converted, become as little children, humble yourself as this little child. The same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Jesus continues his reference of the little ones in Matthew 18. This is what excited me because it spoke to me that I need to become as a child and trust the Lord and to be humble and depend solely on him. And as you read through Matthew 18, you see this reference to Jesus speaking about the little one. Verses 6 through 10, we are not to offend these little ones. Jesus will defend his people, his little ones. And you read in verse 6 of Matthew 18, But whoso shall offend one of these little ones, which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe unto the world because of the offenses, but woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. Verse 10, Take heed that you despise not one of these little ones. And as I say unto you, that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my Father, which is in heaven. God's people are special. His little ones are special. And reading in verse 10 through 13, it talks about the lost sheep, his lost sheep. And refers to that lost sheep as as a little one. They are not to be despised. And then verses 14 through 19 in regards to offenses. This could cause a little one to perish. And it's not the will of the Father for this to happen. So we must work. So those, God's people, his little ones are not offended. Jesus gives us the answers right here. In Matthew 18, how to deal with offenses, how to deal with problems, how to go and and take care of these problems. And work must be done so that these offenses do not happen to where this little one would not perish. In verse 14, it is not the will of the Father which is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Matthew continues this this um, instruction about how to deal with trespasses against one another between the brethren or or between another child of God and and how you are supposed to deal with that. There's a certain order on how to deal with these offenses, and it is the desire, it's the will of the Father that not one of these little ones perish. 
So we need to take heed that we're careful and that we work so that this does not happen, that the little ones would be saved, God's people. Mark 10, 13 through 16 also refers to the little children. Suffer not the little children to come unto me and forbid them not for such is the kingdom of God. And then Mark nine thirty five through 37 says, Whosoever shall receive one of such children in my name receiveth me, but him that sent me. There's an order. And Jesus reminds us of the order. You cannot get to the Father unless you go through Jesus. And when you receive Jesus, you receive the Father. When you love Jesus... When you love his words, you love the Father. The Father and Jesus, that's the order. And I'm so thankful that we have the words of this precious word to remind us. But you know we're human. We forget. But Jesus gave us a promise. John speaks about how we are to abide in him. How we're to abide in Jesus. So this conversion that must take place in our hearts, except you be converted, that's what Jesus spoke of, except you, in Matthew 18, except you be converted, become as little children, humble yourself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. There's an entrance for us, but we need to become as little children. So this conversion that must take place in our hearts, becoming as little children, should be our desire. This is what Jesus commanded the disciples. Let's be taught of the Lord. A humility of heart, the core of our life, a total trust in our Heavenly Father, not questioning His direction, placing our hand in His, just as that little child places his hand in his mother or father. And let's that parent lead him. Let's do that. Let's place our hand in the hand of the Father and let him lead us. And let our adult ideologies be replaced with his anointing. 1 John 2.27 speaks of this. But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you. And ye need not that any man teach you. But as the same anointing teacheth you of all things and is truth and is no lie. And even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. John fourteen twenty six reads as well. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. And bring things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. What a hope we have. He dwells within us, no longer just surrounding us, circling us with his protection. As mentioned in my past podcast of Psalms 5 verse 12, about the Lord will bless the righteous with favor, wilt thou compass him as with a shield. So, Not only is he circling us with his protection, but he has taken up his abode within us. 
within us. Wow, hallelujah. What a hope we have. Verse 28 mentions little children. I love this because John remembers what Jesus commanded him. And now little children abide in him that when he shall appear, we may have confidence and not be shamed before him at his coming. So that's my desire today. And that's my desire that I want to share with you is to abide in him, to be taught of the Lord, to remember his promises, just as Jesus refers to the book of Psalms, mentions the these passages in moments of his life. Let us memorize his word, mention his word, and may it become a part of our mental meditations. And let's pray today. Lord, I thank you for your mercies. I thank you for the words that you've left us. These words that we can read and draw comfort from. These promises that you've given to us. That you said that you would pray to the Father and he would send this comforter. And that you would take up your abode in us. And that if we accepted you, we would be accepted of the Father. And that if we would love you, we love the Father. You've given us direction. May we grab hold of it. May we take heed to the words. And as we read through the book of Psalms, we can see the messianic passages there. And we pray, Lord, that you bring these passages to fulfillment. We pray that we can be witnesses to these fulfillments of you. And as we draw encouragement from your word, help us to remember that except we are converted and become as a child, trusting in you, that we can enter into the kingdom and that we accept you, we receive you, you abide in us, you take up your abode in us. Then, Lord, when you appear, we may have confidence and we won't be ashamed before you at your coming. Make haste for your coming. Make haste for your coming. We long for that day, Jesus, to see you again. We pray, Heavenly Father, you let this comforter teach us. We pray you let this comforter bring back to remembrance the things which we've read and heard and seen in your word. And may we hold it precious to our heart. Be with those listening to this podcast today. Be with their requests that they have before you. And we have confidence that the God that encircles us with his shield that covers us will abide with us and bring to pass that which needs to be done as a father takes care of his children. We know that you will take care of us because we are your little ones. In Jesus' name and our mighty Jehovah, we worship and adore you. Amen. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. The views expressed are my own personal discoveries. I pray that you have been edified. All music used during this podcast are either my own compositions or my arrangements of public domain music. The three songs I have used today, This Is My Father's World, Jesus Loves Me, and Abide With Me, are available for inquiries on how to purchase this please visit our website, hlonline.org. 
Also, if you have any prayer requests or comments, please feel free to go to hlonline.org and email me. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Amen.